1: Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Always glad to have this young lady back. She is, of course, on um, uh, on Newsmax TV all the time now. Certainly every Sunday morning, but I've seen you on there even more than that, Kay, recently. Uh, Daily Caller, she's read like crazy. Go and see her stories. They, uh, they, Honestly, more web hits from her stories than you can even imagine. Uh, and also, she's here on my show and has been for a long time. Member of the family, Kay Smythe. How are you, Kay?
2: I'm after that introduction. How could I not be incredible, <laughs> Joe? Thank you. Well, wow. And yeah, I'm on Newsmax now. Saturdays throughout the rest of December, um, the last couple of weeks, I've been um, doing a couple of like, hate crimes against uh, Barney Frank, the former congressman. Um, <laughs> it's not like a full-on like, violent hate crime, but it feels like one. Hey, it's such a mess. Uh, go for him, why would they ever know? put
1: somebody as intelligent as you up against Barney Frank? The man has no chance. It's just dumb. Uh, and, and it's funny because he's always so like ready for a fight, but he's not very good at it. He shouldn't be. He should just say what he thinks and then have a nice co- uh, conversation. But uh, I wouldn't call it a hate crime, but, but certainly I don't think he likes appearing with you. I wouldn't be surprised if that stops. But I've seen you yeah, at during the week a lot lately and, uh, and on saturdays now and uh good for you keep on kicking ass on that let's talk about some stuff that i have no idea about and i always <laughs> like doing this with you because you've got a wealth of knowledge and, and i i i don't think i've avoided knowing what an nft is i know what it is i think it's kind of dumb you could fill me in on that in a little while but i purposely have avoided harry and megan because this thing seems to be the entitled on steroids but i saw you post something i think on twitter the other day that it's not what we think with Harry and Meghan and you kind of I think that you're compassionate towards them which I find surprising so Harry and Meghan for those who don't know Prince Harry is he still a prince did they take that away from him
2: I don't. I
1: don't know the ins and outs. I think he's still Prince Harry, Lady or Princess Diana, and uh, and then Prince Charles. He's now the King. Uh, their their second child, Harry, m- meets and and marries Meghan Markle, who I wasn't aware of before this. I guess she was some TV person here in this country. And to me, they're getting paid way too much to be way too entitled, and they've got way too much to say about things that they don't seem to know about and then they cry on the Netflix series. So, that's my basis. I don't like them necessarily, but you for some reason think that maybe I should reconsider. Fill me in.
2: I listen, Harry and Meghan. Let me let me contextualize as a Brit, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle, okay. and how I came to know who they are because I knew who both of them were obviously with Harry But I knew who Meghan Markle was for a very long time before she ended up with Prince Harry. Well,
1: what was she? She was on a TV series or something here? I don't know where she came from.
2: So she was on a TV series called Suits, which was kind of a crappy procedural. But it was one of those shows like 24 or, you know, like those big ones that do incredibly Mm -hmm. well. Joe, I cannot stress this enough. There was not a man in Britain who didn't have Meghan Markle at the top of his celebrity crush list.
1: Really? Like,
2: she wasn't the most famous. She wasn't, like, this tabloid, you know, person that she is today. She was literally just a chick on a show that guys loved, and they loved her.
1: Oh, well, I didn't so- even know that. It, I, didn't, I thought that it was in America. It's, it wasn't. It was in Britain, the show Suits?
2: Well, it was it's an American show, but it was oh. just huge over there. I think okay. it, was a lot of it was filmed in Toronto. So I think like the BBC or one of the British networks had access to it. So it was on, whereas a lot of American shows don't actually get aired in the UK. Okay. Um, so we knew who she was. Every boyfriend I've ever had in my entire life um, has fancied the pants out off of her. So when her and Harry got together you know, Harry's the most eligible bachelor and always has been within the Commonwealth. Like I grew up, and again, not a woman in Britain who didn't, or girl in Britain who didn't think they might grow up one day to marry Prince Harry. Like that's just their reputation. And so when they got together, I immediately said to my mum because everyone was thrilled, and the new series on Netflix goes into this a little bit. Everyone was thrilled in the UK when they got together. And I said, this is going to turn because now what I'm seeing is every guy's biggest crush and every girl's biggest crush getting together. It might be fun for a minute, but if one thing goes wrong, it's going to be like a super volcano of badness. Yes. So that was that. And I like, again, like so many things, Joe, not to toot my own horn, but I just see the forest with the trees and I'm like, this is how this is going to play out. And so I avoided watching a lot of the stuff about them. I did not engage in the tabloids and the headlines and all that kind of stuff because when it comes to celebrities and after living in Los Angeles, living around people who were like A-listers, incredibly famous, you know, and all the people that work around them and then working in the press since I was like a teenager, like I know how these narratives are woven and I don't believe any of it. Like not a, not a thing. Okay. And so, and it's a lot of opinion-based stuff. And take this from an opinion writer. When you can project hate, you will get more clicks than when you project love.
1: Well, I, 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 I want to stop you then. Because uh, are, are you suggesting, and maybe I'm hearing you wrong, that Harry and Meghan are purposely ginning up some dislike for them to get more attention?
2: Not at all. Not at all. I think the dislike for them is absolutely 100% from the royal press office i think really? this is yeah i think this is what i've seen it like okay joe to put him into perspective for all of your listeners who are probably like no meghan markle's awful i hate her you're choosing to hate meghan markle who has literally done nothing wrong like other than not know the royal protocol which no one knows prince andrew literally a child sex trafficking pervert yes Everyone's just like crickets, cut like no complaints, whatever. Yeah, he's a creep, but no, the hatred and the ostracization. I think they put Meghan, this isn't in the show, right? I think Meghan came along at the perfect time to make her kind of like the royal social pariah, so everything was focused on her and not the fact that the royal family had been protecting. Not just Prince Andrew, but that entire cabal of child sex traffickers. Well, I agree
1: with you. I mean, that's evil. And Andrew is a piece of garbage. He should be behind bars. When they get paid millions of dollars to sit down with Oprah to complain about how horrible their lives are and how rough their lives are when they clearly don't have a rough life and they're clearly very entitled, that bothers me. And when Meghan Markle claims racism, I did not know the woman was black. But you know me. I'm colorblind anyway. It doesn't matter. But the fact that she brings it up and and constantly seems to to hinge, everything that she says and does hinges on how the royal family hates that their grandchildren might be half black or something, that bothers me because, again, unless it really happened, unless she's really lived it, from standing far away, she's lived a very, very nice, easy, um, comfortable flourishing successful life i don't feel bad for her and when somebody wants me to feel pity or bad for them when they don't yeah. deserve it that bothers me so do i just completely get her wrong
2: so i know i think that um here, how it's hard to explain because i don't think your take on it is invalid I think my take is just very different.
1: And and your take is probably even more valid because you know more about them. But but, uh, thank you for validating what I said because that's what I've been presented with. Nobody's presented, and this is why I want you to tell me why I shouldn't dislike what they present, because this is what they've given me. And maybe it's the royal press office that's giving me that, but they really did sit down with Oprah in their lavish digs, and they really did get paid a whole lot of money. And she really does complain about racism when she's living not a a, a repressed life at all. I mean, she is not oppressed or, or repressed, none of that. She's not subjugated because of her race that I didn't even know about. She's living a higher and better life financially, certainly, and fame-wise, certainly, than most people will ever have dreamed to. So tell me what I'm missing, because is there something there that they haven't presented properly so that I can ingest yeah. it and understand it?
2: Two things. The royal family is racist. I'm sorry, but in that traditional classic sense, and again... All of us growing up in the UK, we all knew that. Yeah. We, I, you know, we're not huge fans of the royals. It's Well, like- we,
1: also, we also know that they're a bunch of inbred idiots. I mean, they're, exactly. married, they're marrying each other's brothers and sisters and cousins and things over millennia. So, I mean, I get it. I, I'm, not, I'm not holding the royal family up on high. I just don't understand why somebody who's living such a good life keeps on complaining about it.
2: Well, this it, comes to my second point that ahead. I actually think is, in my opinion, the most important. So... When you're a member of the royals, like whether you marry into it, born into it, you are not allowed to tell your side of the story. Oh, okay. And so, Joe, I'm going to give you a little bit of sort of context here, and I promise this is going somewhere. So about 10 years ago, I wrote an article about my hometown. It took me like 15 minutes to write. Um, I didn't even proofread it. The whole purpose of the article, and it was a kind of a competition my then outlet was running to see who could get the most clicks but the purpose was to basically destroy your hometown. Like, why is your hometown the worst hometown ever? And I was like, hold <laughs> my drink. Like Swansea, there is so much wrong with Swansea, so much wrong with it. And the purpose of the article was to be horrible, not to say something nice. And to be honest with you, everything I said in it, I absolutely still maintain to this day. But after the article came out, I mean, I to say that it went viral, I couldn't go back to my hometown for like six months. Oh, wow. And then when I did go back, people would literally try to start fights with me in the street. My father, my two best friends, and a handful of people who came out of the woodwork, maybe as many as 10, probably not that many, out of hundreds of thousands of people, 10 said, this was great, this was funny, you're absolutely spot on and you make a lot of valid points. I went on the BBC, I did like interviews about this piece. It was, Joe, I was destroyed. It was the best thing I ever did for my career. Like it was the reason that I, you know, kind of blew up in journalism at the time, which is stupid. But the visceral hate that I got, even at that age, I was like, not prepared for it. And I hadn't, I really, you know, other than the couple of people I just described, I had no one. And when I did get to tell my story, I didn't get to tell it in the way that I needed it to be told. I, I didn't get the opportunity to really justify. And, like, people still hate on me about it to this day. So I've kind of gone through a tiny microcosm of the hate, right? Like a tiny, tiny version right. of what Harry and Meghan have got. and you know, when you watch their love story in this Netflix documentary, it truly is a love story. The parallels between mine and John's relationship and how you truly fall in love with someone, it's beautiful. And then to go through that kind of public, we are gonna rip you apart because we can, and then not be allowed to tell your story unless you completely change your life when you never wanted this in the first place. The fact that they basically, They'd gotten off. I would have loved, like, if, if my story was like on the same scale as Harry and Meghan's, yeah. and like, I I would absolutely go on Oprah and tell my side of things because Oprah's one of the only people that's allowing me to do it, or you know, allowed Harry and yeah, Meghan but, to but, do but it. But but I
1: don't think you would but have it, asked for like seven. Netflix. I don't think you would have asked for like seven million dollars. Well, uh, if I understand the parallel, um, you may you you might think Swansea sucks, but you're from Swansea, so keep that to yourself um you may think that the royal family sucks but you're from the royal family so keep it to yourself that's the reaction that that most people have for harry and megan and i understand that i mean keep what's in the house in the house is what the royals are thinking and harry and megan like screw that we're gonna live our lives we, we didn't choose this uh, I- I- am i understanding you right
2: well like neither of them i think want themselves to be represented as they are in the tabloid press media like It is a horrific thing. Like I have avoided, like Joe, you know, I've been on billboards. I've gotten insane opportunities. Like I've been offered reality shows. I turn them all down because I'm like, no, that's someone else being able to edit my voice. That's why I'm so grateful for you and being able to come on here every day. They don't have that opportunity. And so I just kind of came up my piece from the perspective of these are two human beings. These are people's children. These are people who don't want most of what life has thrown at them. They just want to be in love and have a normal relationship and get on with what they enjoy. Yes, they are incredibly wealthy. Yes, one of them is a royal. But like, they're still people. And like the number of women that messaged me after I wrote the piece and said, and predominantly mothers who wrote me and said, I can't post this publicly, but what you wrote changed my perspective entirely. You know, you go and look when I, you know, the Daily Caller tweeted out the article and people were refusing. I mean, you know, like people literally refusing to read the piece, even though the piece literally ends with me going, I don't care if you like them or hate them. I just don't want you to jump to conclusions and ignore this show, because actually this is the only time they're probably ever going to tell the story. And I wouldn't be surprised that it's only the tabloids and, you know. I'm sorry, but those stories make a lot of money for a lot of companies.
0: Right. Well, and I'll, so I'll the say this. I
2: won't let him go. Yeah, no, you
1: know, I, I'm with you. And it's a great article. People should go and read it. It's uh, Kay Smythe. Go to the Daily, Sm- uh, the Daily Caller. And I almost said the Daily Smaller because I got your, your last name mixed in there, Smythe. Um, <laughs> go to the Daily Caller. Check out everything she does. News and commentary writer. Uh, I'll, I'll finish it here. I'm not an easy mark. I'm somebody who learns, you know, what my opinions are through fact, through research, through studying both sides. I don't see how anybody who is in such a, a wonderful position in life, so far ahead in many, many categories than most people will ever be, could ever sit down and pretend they're being oppressed. I don't like it. I don't like when Lizzo shows up worth $13 million yeah. and says, we have to go and vote and make sure every vote counts because we're being oppressed in America as she, she collects her award wearing this shimmery outfit. Um, so that bothers me. I feel the same way about Meghan Markle, maybe unfairly, because I have not spent the kind of time that you're suggesting that we should spend to learn who they really are. Prince Harry knew who he always was. He knew what family he was from, and he may disagree with some of it, but he did not immediately say, please stop giving me any royal money. Please stop giving me any royal favor. Uh, he eventually, when he became older and then met Meghan and they fell in love, has decided to speak out and show the negative side of that family, I get it. But with Meghan Markle, to me, she's lived a privileged life, and nobody who's privileged, in my opinion, should ever pretend that they're downtrodden. That bothers me because there are so many who who are nowhere near where she, where she is in life and who really are downtrodden and can't find food the next day and, and maybe don't have a, a place to live and they look at that, and that bothers me. So can she have her opinion? Can she tell us her side? I want her to, and I want to learn more. You've educated me some to where I'll go and learn more now. But at the end of the day, when I go to bed tonight, Meghan Markle's going to be extremely rich, famous, successful, and should stop complaining so much. I'll give you the last word on that.
2: Um, no, I, I still think that your point is actually valid. Even watching the show, I was like, yeah, there were a few things she did where I was like, oh, but for the most part, I actually think I could go and sit at the pub with her. And it was the first time I ever saw her like that. And it was enough for me to say I am never going to go out there and write something hateful about her. It doesn't help anyone. Don't get me wrong. I'm going to write about hate. I'm going to be hate filled for people like Klaus Schwab and Bill Gates and Anthony Fauci because that kind of writing actually can have an impact on real people's lives See,
1: here's the thing I, I i don't i don't hate either one of them and i've never done anything about them where i would get even one click but i was interested in seeing a why well why does Kay, who sees eye to eye with me in a lot of things although we disagree on some stuff um why, why is she wanting me to have some compassion for them and it was interesting that you went there wrote that and and, uh, and i like that you did because it does open another world we got to go we're out of time we're gonna talk about nfts i don't even know what they are you'll tell me next time okay okay all right, it's uh, K Smythe. Go to casemythe.com go to the Daily Caller, check her out on Newsmax, and hear at least once a week Craig News with K on a Thursday. Thank you, K. Thank
2: you so much, All right. Joe. Have a great one. You
1: too. We're back after this. Stay right here.
0: Don't be an A dub. Stay with the Joe Pag Show.
1: Great to have you. You know, it's interesting because Kay and I don't agree on everything, and hearing her perspective on on Harry and Meghan probably won't make me watch it on Netflix. Probably won't won't think, uh, oh, we've got to humanize them. So I really do feel that if you've got that much privilege in life, if you're constantly complaining to get attention, you're complaining to get attention. But I do take what she has to say um, uh, at heart for sure. We'll find out more about NFTs next time. I'm still not sure that I understand what those are. Uh, keep it right here. Much more to come.